Welcome to another episode of Fireside Chats on the Young Mind. I'm Alexandra Dutton, and I'm here with Judy House. And today we're going to talk about holiday stress, holiday, keeping your holiday sanity, um, things that are going to be just part of what the holidays are like, whether or not you have children, but especially when you have children. We host Thanksgiving at my house every year, and it's mostly a potluck, but my husband and I take care of the mains and of dessert. That usually means for about four days before Thanksgiving, we're cleaning, we're prepping, we're shopping, we're cooking. And that also means that I'm really nagging my kids about, you know, clean up your room again. Don't spill that. I just mopped the floor. Or no, don't eat yet. We're about to have turkey. And so for those days, it's pretty manageable because I think all of the, you know, my kids are excited about all the guests coming over and they're excited about what's happening. And they actually help out quite a lot. They help, you know, with some of the food prep, they help clean up the house. But what happens is after Thanksgiving, there's this huge fallout. When Thanksgiving was over this year, my kids just turned into the whiniest, most argumentative children. And it was just so annoying because of course my husband and I were just tired after hosting 20 people at our house and we just kind of wanted to rest and watch TV and all our (laughs) children were doing were just arguing with each other and needing our attention. And it was just not very fun. Everybody was really, really grumpy and we were less patient. And I do feel like, I mean, that combined with the smoke and then the rain, it felt like it took a week and a half before everybody just kind of felt normal again. But what really helped us to feel normal was on Saturday that we went out on a hike. And that's where I feel like, okay, I'm getting a little bit of my family back. Everybody's enjoying being outside and it's really laid back and it's really just better. So I think that is a conundrum that we're often faced with around the holidays, that we want to have fun with our families. There's so much to do, but it's also slightly crazy and busy and everybody gets a little bit off and feels a little bit off. So if you think about it, I mean, we're overwhelmed as adults. We were getting all the catalogs from all the things we're supposed to order for our family members or for our kids. You know, there are lights everywhere. There's all these wonderful reminders about the holidays. But if it's overwhelming for us, think about how it can feel for children. While it's exciting and it's, you know, wonderful and there's so many positive things about it, it can feel too much sometimes for everybody. And it can get away from us too easily, whether we're buying too many toys or scheduling too many holiday outings, or we have a bunch of relatives that are all staying with us. It can become very busy and very tiring. And while we are really just working to do something amazing and special by having this wonderful family dinner at home, things that seem little or seem unimportant like routine or downtime or cuddle time, all of those things get overlooked. So Judy and I are going to share some ways to help keep the holidays manageable for you when you have uh, children. And hopefully some of these things will help make the holidays feel a little bit more manageable. So Judy, what did you want to start with? Like you were saying, getting outside, like your recovery hike from your Thanksgiving. (laughs) That's what what we did too. Like you were saying, uh, the two weeks or, or more of the smoky weather and the rainy weather and being inside, my kids were bickering. It was so nice when the air cleared to get outside and just go for walks with the dogs or go for hikes and just be outside raking leaves. Everybody kind of got a little more sane because we could, you know, have some space and enjoy the outdoors. 
So our holiday festivities in my family are pretty mellow. Like, you know, we decorate our house, we buy a tree, and we spend the afternoon or the next day decorating the tree. Um, we might go ice skating once or twice. On winter solstice, we normally go for a hike. We take a drive to look at Christmas lights. Not to say we don't do other things that you have to pay for to enjoy the holidays. Like I have been on the Christmas train and met Santa, but we don't do it every year because it's just, it's a lot. We like to take family trips and go away where it's just lots of downtime and family time and reading or board games or playing cards or more walks and hikes and enjoying the snow um, or the cold weather, the fire inside. So yeah, just, I guess, a lot of family time. Yeah, family time is really important. I think that, like you said, being outside is is really beneficial. Current research says we're happier when we're outdoors. That's true. Seems to be. (laughs) So something else I struggle with every year is the purchasing of gifts. Either it's stressful as a parent because you're running out of time to purchase gifts, or this year I'm actually, I think I'm sort of done with shopping and it's early December, but each year I seem to buy too many things. And then my kids, they unwrap them, they're excited, but then they may not even ever open the robotty put together something. <laughs> so each year I try, and maybe it'll happen one year, <laughs> to, to, to buy less. And to remember, they're also going to get gifts from other family members like grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins. And that it's not really about getting all the stuff. But there's one thing that I had heard of that I liked and I still haven't done it, but um, maybe you will is buying four things, and it's something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. Oh, and it rhymes. And it rhymes. And so it stuck in my head for a couple years, though I still haven't done it, and I had to Google it to look up what were those four things. I think it's great. Something they want, you know, they want a lot of stuff. Something they need, you know, I generally, they get new rain boots because they're growing, or new rain jacket or gloves or wintry things, which is sort of exciting. Something to wear, you know, there's cool clothes, but generally that doesn't go over great on Christmas morning. <laughs> but my kids do love books, so there's something to read. They always get a lot of books. That's, uh, that's a tip for you that you might try. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I'm trying very hard this year to help myself and my husband and the rest of my family not over by because it's everybody wants to just make our children happy and then oh, Christmas time is just the perfect time to show the children how much they love them but it does get overwhelming where the first five six seven presents they're really excited and then there's more to open and you know my four-year-old is like I'm still happy playing with my first one mm-hmm. I don't I'm not ready to move on to I have a nephew who when he was young he would he would spend all day opening his presents because yeah opening one and then playing with it was totally fine right. which is wonderful well another tip to think about is manage your expectations while turning your attention to the things you appreciate Because as much as you may be excited about them seeing Santa for the first time, does your two-year-old really want to sit (laughs) on the lap of a man they've never met before? And while, of course, that picture is probably priceless and really funny, manage what you think is going to happen. No matter how much you talk about something that's about to come up, your child may freeze or may not want to do it or may have just woken up from a nap and now they're super cranky. So it's not always going to work out quite the way. Or you had to wait in line for an hour or two to meet Santa. Right. And now everybody is just done. How can you manage that in a way that's going to not ruin what you wanted to happen and not make your child feel like, wow, this was not fun for me at all? 
you know, just again, like whether it's seeing Santa or, you know, oh, we're going to go ice skating. Like Judy, you were talking about how you went ice skating mm-hmm. and the kids were kind of done after an hour, mm-hmm. but it was something where you could have, you were thinking, oh, we're going to be here for a couple of hours. I have learned over the years that my kids, I think once we were there a couple hours, but most of the time after a half hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, they're kind of done. Right. <laughs> And so just, you know, realizing, okay, this is not going to be an all day long mm-hmm. excursion and we can do this and, and we can be finished and that's going to be okay. short and sweet. Yeah. Right. And then finally, the one reminder we want to make sure everyone thinks about is to try to keep routines as much as possible and build in downtime. This last weekend on Saturday, we went to buy our Christmas tree and then Sunday we didn't have any plans. We didn't go anywhere besides I went to the grocery store. And it was actually really nice because the, the Christmas tree event for us, we go out to Petaluma and we it's usually a far drive. So it's, it kind of takes up the entire day. And it was nice that on Sunday, everyone was just able to hang out at home, decorate the tree. And that's kind of all we did. Mm-hmm. So find ways to build in downtime after all of the different events that you're doing or, or spread them out if you can. So in conclusion, um, we want you to remember to go outside Keep your expectations realistic, limit your activities, and try to keep to routines or build in downtime when you can. And above all, remember to appreciate the moments you are sharing with family and enjoy the time together during this holiday season. We'd love to hear from you and how you make the holidays special with your family. So share it with us in the comments. You've been listening to Old Firehouse School's Fireside Chats on the Young Mind. Thanks for listening and please subscribe to this podcast. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And now a quick break to remind Old Firehouse School families about our concierge services. Are you more likely to enjoy the holidays if you have time to prepare for events, shop and entertain? In this busy Bay Area, parents always need a little extra time and teachers always need a little extra money. What if there is a way to provide both this holiday season? Announcing Old Firehouse School's Concierge Service. We have negotiated a partnership with local service professionals for our parents and teachers. When parents purchase meal services, house cleaning, or photography from one of our vendors, a percentage of the service fees go to your child's teacher. Old Firehouse School charges nothing for administration. There are many benefits, but specifically, one, you'll gain quality time for yourself and your family. Two, your teacher receives extra money. And three, your child is more likely to keep his or her primary caregiver. Why not give a gift to yourself and to your child's teacher this holiday? You can even order services as a gift for your friends, neighbours or relatives. Take a look at the service offerings on our website's concierge programme page.